Hello and welcome to Theories of Change, a podcast from IMC Worldwide, where we discuss international development themes, challenges and ideas with some of our colleagues and outside experts, and how these kind of ideas, they, how they work to improve lives around the world. Now, my name is Ben Walker. I'm a Senior Communications Consultant here at IMC. And on today's show, we're going to be looking at the world of innovation prizes in development, something that is starting to take off with a lot of donors around the world, especially DFID. So to look at this issue, I spoke with Jonathan Slater, the Managing Director of the Blue Globe Consultants, and he's the prize lead for the program Ideas to Impact, which runs multiple innovation prizes across thematic areas such as sanitation or energy access. And it really aims to learn how these programs work in the development space. Welcome to the program, John T. Hi, Ben. Thank you very much for here. Um, first off, I just want to say, um, can you explain briefly so far the kinds of prizes that Ideas to Impact it run and sort of the idea of sort of an inducement prize versus a recognition prize? Yeah. So, ben, so it's been really interesting with Ideas to Impact in that we've tried many different kinds of ways of running different types of prizes. So the aim has been to run inducement prizes. And what we mean by an inducement prize, and we had, a, we had a very start when we were working on what our prize should be, we had quite a strong definition of what we would call that. So an inducement prize should have a financial incentive that induces change through a competition. That's as we've called it. And there are other terms for this. It could be called an innovation prize, an innovation challenge, the different ways that you could word these. And we didn't decide if they were going to... The financial reward was an important part of it, but for a lot of prizes, they look the same at the very end if they're a recognition prize or an inducement prize. But the the aim with an inducement prize is you set the goal months or years ahead of when you're going to make the decision about who the winner is going to be. With a recognition prize, you're seeing who is the best already. So they've already done the work they've already so you, you you're not setting a goal you're saying who is the best at building a traffic light and people have already built traffic lights so we're saying okay this is the best traffic light we're instead saying instead of saying okay we want to build a laser based traffic light that people can see from 400 meters and doesn't cause people to be blinded by seeing the light and you say and you have to deliver that within two years well you've set a goal you've set a set of targets and people work within that target so that's an example that's not around ideas to impact within ideas to impact we've looked at running we've had to localize the prize as well so we've looked at what a prize needs to be look, look like where we're running it in different areas like Nepal or Kenya or Ghana or trying to do something that's trying to be a global prize uh, and that has made us having to think about it and also running long-term prizes also is quite difficult um, some of the prizes that we're looking at are running over a two to three year period and trying to keep people interested in a prize over that period of time has meant that we may run a set of inducement prizes, but we also may look at recognizing what people have achieved during those periods by running small-scale recognition prizes. At, at a sort of uh, a broader level, what, what do you see as sort of the main sort of 
benefits or challenges of each of those types of prizes? Like in terms of, like say for an, an, uh, an inducement prize, what, what, what's, what are the main benefits of that? It's the different people who will participate in a prize or who will want to be a participant in that, that kind of prize. So an inducement prize looks at people who are already... You either are focusing them on a particular area that they may not have thought about in the past, but they may then become interested in, and then they decide to do something in that area, either a program or a business. So you've induced them to think about that issue, where a recognition is sort of wanting to find the best of something. You're wanting to find the person who's the best at setting up a climate information business as we're trying to one of the small prizes we ran in Kenya recently. Um, it has a different set of drivers that will participate. The inducement prize has a level of risk associated where the recognition prize doesn't. So um, some of your background in sort of running prizes is in the private sector. What, what, what difference is that in terms of using that running a prize in the private sector or using something for a development outcome? So I think when you look at it from the private sector, it's usually been focused on a business putting out a particular problem and then have other businesses or research establishments trying to solve that problem. And there's a commercial basis and there may be intellectual property that needs to be thought about when you deal with the commercial side of it. And people may already be focused on that particular area or may have an interest in it. What we're trying to do within the international development space by looking at prizes is seeing if we can um, bring people that wouldn't already have thought about being funded through a prize program. We would be trying to get people who um, may not have ever worked or received donor funding in the past and found a way of allowing them to be able to focus on these particular areas um, in new ways that we haven't thought about before. Have innovation prizes been used in development in this way before? So, so in the private sector, it's much more focused on the exchange of intellectual property. So a business putting out a problem that they may not want to fund research in, but they have a value associated with it and they can then ask other organizations or businesses to solve that problem and that is the commercial side of the prizes. When it comes to international development, foundations and uh, donor funders have tried to do prizes. Some have been successful, haven't. With, the, with DFID's Ideas to Impact program, we're looking at trying multiple different ways of using inducement prizes over different time periods, trying to induce large-scale beneficiaries um, that may not have been looked at as part of other programs. Um, a good example of a program that has been previously run is the the Delight Pro the Delight Challenge, which was a, an inducement prize challenge looking at bring lighting in the developing world. Um, it was over run over a much longer period of time. Um, was successful, but could it have been run better? Could it have been run in different ways? And that is what we're having a chance to explore with Ideas to Impact. So um, I think you, you sort of uh, touched on sort of this point a little bit, but 
What is, say, the advantage of using a prize? You use, you, I think you sort of mentioned how you get different kinds of people applying. What's the advantage of using a prize as opposed to just paying a sort of an expert company in a particular area to come up with a solution? So, so the, the aim of the prize is with a standard inducement prize, you don't know who's going to participate. You publicize the prize and you could have everybody from somebody working in their back shed to a large-scale research organization being interested interested and participate in the prize and, and may have to come together and work together and, and form consortiums as part of that. Where if you pay a consultant to do it, you may lose that innovation element that we are starting from that point of view. I think we need to look at that innovation level and work out how best that helps the different people that that could be working. Sort of um, touching back onto sort of ideas to impact, what, what sort of major learning, as someone who's really runs these prizes, what major learning have, have you seen come out of the program so far on designing inducement prizes? Localization has been really key. Thinking about where the prize is going to be run and thinking about who potential, potential participants are without defining rigidly who could participate in the prize. Uh, and that has been really key in looking at each of the individual prizes. Um, and also looking about who partners in country, if you're going to localize it to a particular country, who will benefit the prize. So is it worth partnering with the government? Um, you may have to have a government uh, contact and be working very light touch with the government if you're working a project in country and it's always best to engage with the local government at some level but actually partnering with them and actually them being able to have ownership of the prize and working within that prize is really key and interesting there are positives and negatives about that but I think there are more positives than negatives um, you just need to think on a much longer term time frame where you think about it from a global prize is that we've run, also running with Ideas to Impact, trying to think about solving something or setting a goal that actually will make a difference to people's lives. We're, we're looking at, I dislike this, but the bottom of the pyramid. We're looking at the people that would most benefit from their livelihoods being improved from a health or and welfare point of view. It's a very hard sitting in the UK or the US as a, a white middle-class male um, trying to think about these things and this is where research, speaking to experts, engaging with multiple stakeholders empowers the prize to work at different levels. Um, and I don't know everything but I know to ask the right questions when thinking about the prizes and it's getting those questions right and being able to be flexible in terms of how you think about the price should work. You've, you've mentioned recently uh, there needs to be sort of, uh, uh, what needs to be balanced for participants to be motivated to apply for these prizes. Can you talk, talk about those sort of things a little bit? Yeah, so a number, of people have been, a number of people have been speaking about this balance for a number of years and what needs to be thought about is a balance between what the participant is going to have to bring in from a financial point of view, from a, a risk point of view, and what benefits they're going to get out for them to decide if they 
it's worth investing their time, effort and money to participate in the prize. So if you're asking somebody to set up a business focused on a particular area because that's the area that you would like to see some growth because it's either through a donor focus or through a uh, an, an issue that isn't being captured at the moment, will people find a benefit of setting up that business? So will they be able to grow that business into something that will be sustainable? Is that business actually going to benefit the consumers that are going to interact with the business? But then you also need to think about the livelihood of the person that is going to be setting up that business. Are they the financial elements they're going to have to do in setting up a business? Setting up a business is costly for certain in certain countries. What do you need to do, especially government regulations, accountancy, registration, how, how else do you set up your business? And also designing your business so that it will be successful takes time, effort and money. And could they be focusing, will that be taking time away from their family or their existing job or their studies? And so that you need to think about those and then manage that in terms of the level of risks associated with it. And the risks are in terms of how complex is the problem? Are you putting too much, are you making the issue too more complex than it needs to be? Um, these are all things that people will consider before participating in the prize. And you reward them by a financial reward, by giving them exposure to publicity, if that's one of the benefits, and so these need to be balanced. So you need to think about it in terms of saying, okay, we're going to ask somebody to set up a business, but we're going to give them a million pounds if they run this business successfully. Well, is a million pounds too much? And I know from when I ran the first prize that I ever designed nearly nine years ago now, that I can, you can get that wrong and you can incentivize the wrong participants by getting the amount of reward too high or too low and is getting that right so that the target in participant is able to be reached um, without predefining who that target is too much. That was Jonty Slater of the Blue Globe Consultants talking to us through the world of innovation prizes in development. If you want to learn more about this issue and the research on innovation prizes, please visit ideastoimpact.net and you can follow that particular program on Twitter at ideas to impact. You can also follow Jonty on Twitter at global underscore innovate, but you take off the E, so it's I-N-N-O-V-A-T. That is the end of our show. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review us on iTunes to help other people find our show and have a wonderful day.